Hello and welcome to the Mindful Coach Podcast. And I'm your host, Brett Hill. I'm a mindful somatic coach and founder of the Mindful Coach Association. I meet a lot of coaches working with the Mindful Coach Association. I'm so inspired by their stories and the courageous work that they're doing that I created this podcast so you can hear them too. If you're aligned with this work, then join us at themindfulcoachassociation.com where you can list your services for absolutely free and receive invitations to community meetings where you can network and meet your colleagues. We hope you'll join us. And now, The Mindful Coach Podcast. So welcome to this edition of The Mindful Coach Podcast. I'd like to welcome back to the show my friend and colleague, Jeff Leisowitz. Um, He's a great guy. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, to to tell the truth, Jeff and I were just going out to a show last night uh, because he's a musician and um, I used to be a musician and sing professionally. And so we we have a love of music and and share an interest in the creative arts. And we just got to talking and I said, I've got to have you back on the show because he's Jeff knows a lot about not only how to, you know, be a great person on the planet, but how to help people find their voice, get the message out about what is you do in the world that makes you uh, a powerful force in the world. Like, what is that you can bring to your work and to your practice that that wants to emerge? And a big part of my this audience, the Mindful Coach, is about connecting with people who want to do things to help other people. That's what coaching is about. And so there's something in us, this body of coaches, therapists, counselors, facilitators, group leaders who want to make the world a better place. And a lot of people are going, well, you know, I'd like to do that, but I'm not sure how to get started or what I have that's unique from anybody else or that it feels awkward. The marketing part feels really challenging to a lot of people. And so we're going to be focusing some of that um, to answer some of the subjects in the Mindful Coach podcast on those particular questions. And fortunately, we have in the association, the Mindful Coach Association, some really, really talented folk, and we're going to be bringing them on to talk. And Jeff is one of them. He's a member of the Mindful Coach Association. So I, um, I thought I'd bring him on and dive a little deeper into this topic of you know, getting getting your voice out there more. Um, so, Jeff, in your work with, you know, writers and creative types and, and coaches, because you're a coach yourself, um, you know, someone comes to you and says, I just, you know, I don't know what it is that, you know, what's my elevator pitch? What's my secret sauce? What's the thing that I bring to the table? What would you say to them about how they can help put that into words? Right. Well. By the time they're a coach, they should have some sort of sense of what's going on there. But you need to kind of dial it back. Okay. And the the place to start is always the why. Hmm. Why am I doing or why is this person doing this kind of work? And as we all know, as coaches, you know, we're affected by things in our past that come into our present. Right. So that why will be part of your origin story Mm. in some way or another. If it's not, you're probably not coaching the right thing. Mm -hmm. So once you know your why, and hopefully you are very aligned with that, 
Then you want to think about what the story really is, right? And the story is always about transformation, going from one place to another, one internal state to another, right? In, in screenwriting, we talk about the external world and the internal world. The character has to complete a goal in the world, you know, in a you know, in Mission Impossible, he's got to stop the bomb from going off, right? And I just watched that the other day, by the way. Oh, my God, that Mission Impossible 3, or I think it was. It was oh, wow, that was so intense. So It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mission Impossible 3 is the best one. Oh, it was amazing. It was so tense. You know, I'm going, how did they create all this insane tension, you know? Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but I was just kind of excited. <laughs> <laughs> i got a Mission Impossible fan on the line. <laughs> um, so that's the external world. And then there's the internal world. And the internal world is the psychological change. And as you know, as coaches, you really need to have change on both levels to have it be sustained in the world. Mm. So the inner and the outer, you're talking the inner, your inner world, when that changes, your and then your outer world can change. Right. So these two are, are very well linked. So that is the basis of all of our stories. When you know why you're doing the thing as a coach, why you're coaching this particular thing, that is part of your origin story. And then the story that you tell is about transformation internally and externally. From there, I would suggest like really riffing this out, write for 10 pages about this. Mm. And then like, what is the core of this because the elevator pitch can't be 10 pages. It can be, if you know, <laughs> right? but at the end of the day, um, you can take that 10 pages and hopefully get it down to a sentence or two because there is a core in there and that takes a little skill sometimes finding it. But when you do that, you can clearly communicate that to your clients through your marketing, through all those kinds of things in a very specific and emotionally powerful way. Because here's one of the ways that stories work. Story, great stories are the intersection between personal details, personal experience, and universal themes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if I say like, oh, let me tell you the story. When I was in college, I was uh, going out with this girl. It was a, a Tuesday afternoon in the fall, and we cut class, and we got, a, we got ice cream cones, she got all these sprinkles. We went down to the park and we're standing on this little bridge and these four little ducks come by. And then she looks at me and she says, it's over. Whoa. Right. Nice setup, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. Any of your listeners out there, I can pretty much guarantee that they have not had this exact experience. However, if I say how many people out there in the world have ever been dumped, everybody, everybody goes, oh my that. God, why so, did you bring that up? <laughs> so, so part of why that story is so powerful is because it is the personal details which makes it real and the universal theme, which is rejection. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's what we need to do in our marketing. It needs to be in our sales pitches, in our elevator pitch, whatever. If you can really find that, you know, which it's there, I'm certain of it, um, then you can be able to quickly 
communicate a powerful universal truth, which is, you know, in the, in this kind of case, the pain point of your ideal client. And if you can do that, chances are they're going to sign up. There you go. So what you're saying in some ways, if I hear you right, is it's almost like if you could take a step back and look at your life as if you were uh, a character in a book in some ways, like what what were the trial, the real life trials and tribulations, struggles, learnings, challenges that you learned, that you went through? And, you know, we're talking about for some people, that's pretty, pretty horrific stuff. Sure. Um, and then, but here they are out the other side, right? So there's a transformation from this uh, really horrible scenario to some situation where now I want to help other people. Right. And, you know, horrible is a big word. And, and that is the case in some cases. But I mean, coaching is also like helping someone understand their finances or get better mm -hmm. in health and exercise or better be a better parent, like all these kinds of things. But it's always about transformation. And in the case of coaching, it, I believe it's going from wherever you're at to a better state in, in whether it's exercise or, or parenting or, or, you know, mindfulness or whatever. Right. So getting from where you're at to someplace better. And so they yeah. come to coaching like I'm in this place and I need to be somewhere better and I need some help figuring yeah. that out. Yeah, exactly. It's so being able to tell that story clearly and quickly will help to engage and connect you with your potential clients. And so you're suggesting that people actually literally sit down and just write it out pages and pages, just do a dump of like, here's what it is. And then work on the synthesis of that and getting that down. Yeah, because, you know, you started the question off by saying, you know, maybe coaches don't even know mm -hmm. what, what their why is. So you got to start with the why. Why, mm -hmm. are you, why are you a coach? You know, there's a reason for it. And if there's not a reason, you shouldn't be a coach. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Um, one of the things that uh, happens to these two coaches is they, you know, they get started with this, but then they just sort of like, let's say that they sit down and they write this out, but it, it doesn't like congeal into something tighter. You know, it just becomes this, okay, you sit down and you start to write this out and you, you have a sense of your, your story, but how do you get them from, you know, 12 pages to a sentence? Right. Well, again, this can be difficult if you're doing it on your own. So one thing mm. you can do is give me a call. <laughs> exactly. Right? And I'll figure it out. I'll help you figure it out. But what you want to look for in the story is the theme of the story. It's not the details of the story. Mm -hmm. Right. It's what are the underlying ideas that drive the story. And when you can kind of figure that out, then you can, you know, focus it in from there. Yeah. Yeah. I had a coach I was working with the other day and um, this coach was leading with, well, I'm an introvert. And then they had this story about their 
you know, their process and the things that they had worked on and struggled with and the way that they had trouble connecting and communicating. And then at the end of it, you know, uh, they're a really good communicator and a really good connector. And and then they said, um, but what I don't want, what I don't know is like, what kind of a, you know, what's my message? What's my coach? And I said, well, it sounds to me like you're, you've got a great story there. You're like, coming from an introvert to being a good communicator, there's a big arc. There's a big message there. Absolutely. Um, so yes, go, go ahead. No, well, what I was going to say is like, but, but what's surprising to me, you know, as an outsider, and I think you said it well, it's like, give me a call because in as much as it's like, yeah, Jeff is a great resource. The, I think the, the, the meta point here is that sometimes you just need a reflection mm-hmm. to mirror back to you. Like, well, what you just said sounds to me like the thing you need to be doing because they ended it with the message with the question like, what kind of what kind of coaching should I be doing? <laughs> well, it's clear to me that you have some kind of skill with this, some kind of deep personal knowledge around this, and maybe that's what you, the audience that you want to go after the client. Kind of. Now, I don't know if that's true for them or not, but it could be. Um, but that's it. Uh, does that sound like it's an example of the kind of thing that you're talking about? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when you say a reflection point, the paper or the pixels are, are a good reflection point to start. You don't, you know, you don't have to call me. Um, but that's, a, that's writing is an, is an amazing reflection point if you let yourself be honest and be true, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Having someone else to talk back to who's got some insight and, you know, things like that, that will help more, I suspect. but. Yes, that is what you want to do. You want to just kind of lay it out there so you can start to see what your story is. Because once again, it's sort of the, you know, if you're not really adept at this, it's like the forest through the trees. You know, I've been making my way through my life and this and that and the other thing. Well, what's my story? It's like, believe me, you've got a story. (laughs) You know, one of the things that just to talk to the listeners for a minute that Jeff does really well is he's, He's got a consistent cadence of social media out there to remind his people that, you know, hey, I'm here and I'm doing this work and here's some inspirational bits. And I got something just before the show today I wanted to share with the listeners is that um, there is more safety in actions that are inspired by choices based on love than on choices based on fear. And I, for some reason, I wanted to bring this into the conversation today because I really like this because it, and I wanted to ask you, what were you thinking when you wrote this or you decided to put this out? Because, um, you know, lots of people are like coming to life choices based on, I need, I want to avoid a a, a bad scenario. And then within them, there's also, you know, I want to be, I want to be bigger. I want to be more whole. I want to be more out there. And I think you're talking about that, that exact nexus there Mm -hmm. and the value of that. Sure. Um, so first of all, I can tell you, um, I was like, oh yeah, that was a pretty good quote. Where, where did I write it? That one comes from my book there. Yeah. Not effing around. The not effing place. around. It's a great book. People should uh, go to his website and sign up and go to Amazon, check it out. It's really a great book. Yeah. It's a you. quick, it's a quick read. It's to the point and yeah. it'll, it'll kick your ass. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, so What was I thinking when I was reading that? Well, that's part of my story, right? We all want safety, right? That's part of the human experience. 
but we also want love and freedom and connection and, you know, our dreams, like what, what really makes our heart beat. And the world in so many ways pushes us towards that safety. And we need the safety. I'm not saying don't be safe. I'm saying is you need to balance the safety with the freedom and the experience of what is truly aligned with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's all kinds of different situations in, in life and work and all these kinds of things. But fear will generally push you towards safety and love will push you towards expansion. It's like going in or going out into the world. We need both. Right. But if we default and we're constantly going into the fear and the safety, well, your life gets smaller and smaller. And that sucks. Yeah, exactly. So, and so it's it's like in terms of a of a coach, then like if a coach who wants to be more out there, mm-hmm. um, how does that play out? Like, I guess the thing that's coming up in me is like, if you're sitting there as a coach and there's this fear of like, I don't want to put myself out there because I don't like marketing, versus I want to be a successful coach and I need to, I need for people to discover me. How does that play out in that dimension? Okay, so the, the one of the first steps in getting anywhere in life is understanding the reality of the situation, whatever that is, because we all have our huge biases and things like that. And then there's like sort of more of a consensus reality. So the truth is, I don't care if you're the best coach in the freaking world. If you're sitting there in your office, you know, all day and and not doing any outreach and not connecting with anyone and like, it doesn't matter. You're not going to have a successful business. So the reality is, if you want to be a successful coach, you have to do something. You have to let the world know in some way. So then it comes down to, okay, marketing. Okay, great. There's a million ways to market yourself. Why don't you want to market yourself? That's, you know, what your question really is here. So one of the things you need to think about first is, well, is what I'm selling, you know, my service, is it valuable? Do I know, am I 100% sure that what I'm doing is worth the money that these people are going to be putting out? Yeah, exactly. Because if you're not sure of that, that's the first thing that's going to stop you from from putting any marketing or any connection point out. So if the answer is yes, okay, go on to the next step. If the answer is no, well, then it's time for you to figure out how to be a better coach how to do better workshops, whatever the thing is that you're, you know, that you're working on here. Because you need to be sure. If you're not sure, that energy is going to come out in everything you say and do, which is like, oh, please pay me, but maybe it's not really worth it. Mm. That's that's not going to do well. Yeah, that's so inspiring. <laughs> so inspiring, I know. Okay, so the second the second piece of the marketing is, okay, there's a lot of ways to market. You can do little graphics like that thing that I uh, that you were just talking about. You can do talking on video. You can do you know podcasts. You can write blogs. You can do images. Uh, you know, if you running around something like that. Whatever the thing is, there's a lot of ways to go. So the first thing that I would suggest is 
take a minute and really think about what your strength is. If you're a great writer, well then, duh, do blog <laughs> posts, right? If you're a great speaker, then maybe it's uh, podcasting or public speaking is a great way to connect with audiences, right? If you're more of an artist or a visual person, come up with a lot of, you know, graphic elements and things like that. But you need to come up and understand what you enjoy and what you're good at in these kinds of realms. Because if you're trying to do something that you don't want to do, you're not good at and you don't like, then come on, how long do you think that's going to last? Right, right. Like if it's a drudgery for you to think of a quote or something that would inspire your audience and you really dread it, you're just not going to you know, get up in the morning and get it done. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, you know, that, that's a huge thing. All right. So you got that going. So let's just say you like doing podcasts. Okay, cool. Now, who are you talking to? That's your market, right? You have to know who you're talking to. And from there, you need to know what do they want to listen well what do they want to know what you have mm -hmm. to all marketing i shouldn't say all marketing much marketing especially for coaches is giving value everything that you do in your marketing in one way or another should be of value to your target audience if it's not there's freaking billions of other things out there. It, <laughs> it makes no sense to just like, you know, put a picture What's of your, point, right? Put a picture of your sandwich on your, you know, Instagram. <laughs> like, like it looks like a great sandwich, but save it for your friends or something, right? If you're trying to do business, being like, give them, give them a hit on something valuable, something to think about, because it's all about building credibility and and uh, trust. Right, it's one little piece at a time, and you do this consistently, and you know you could have thousands of people on there, and you know nobody responds until one day they see your piece that they've been you know they've been watching your content for six months, and then suddenly they need help, and they're like, "Oh, I'm calling Brett. He's the guy. He's had so many like great little ideas, and that's it." So it's it's you know the why, it's the story, it's the target market, it's the consistency, it's the value. You put all these pieces together and you, it will grow over time. And eventually people are going to start showing up. It's just, it's just numbers. It's just mm -hmm. the way it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, I like the way you, you package that all up because it is a you, there's an arc to it, you know, mm -hmm. just like your origin story, there's an arc to growing your business. Um, I know in terms of like, you know, being inspired to create your content. Uh, and I really like what you said, like, take your, take your strength. You know, if it's, if it's language, you know, do something with writing. If it's video, do that. If it's voice, do that. Um, and use that as the basis for the way you move forward. Another piece I might add in there is that um, a lot of coaches, I think, would benefit if they regarded their practice as not just a business or a service, but a mission. It's oh, like, yeah. You know, it's like, 
I have something I need to bring to the world because the world needs this. There are people out there who need to hear what I've got to say and that I can help. And I'm on a mission to reach those people. Absolutely agreed. It's a very different energy. If you're doing, you know, coaching just to make money, I mean, we all need to make money. But if you're doing it just to make money, you're missing a key ingredient in the soulfulness and the energy that you're putting out there into the world and in your marketing and I suspect in your coaching as well. Yeah, and then and that's what's going to come phase forward, right? It's like I've seen these uh, as a coach. I mean, one of the things if you're a coach in the world who's trying to, you know, be successful and get your word out there, then you you've been hit by hey, just give us these $15,000 mastermind things. And there's some of them are fabulous and some of them are not. And I've been in these where they were pitching coaches and these, these guys come on and they drive up in these Lamborghinis and they go, we're going to teach you how to crush it as a coach. And I'm going like, wait, what? It's kind of like, what's the method? What's the message here? You know, it's like, I, I feel like that they uh, are kind of, trying to tell me primarily that the basic value is I'm going to make money if I listen to them by giving them my money. Um, right. And, and that kind of story that they are putting out to their potential clients speaks to some people, right? But it doesn't mm -hmm. speak to others. It didn't speak to you, but believe me, there's coaches out there who would be like, yeah, I want a Lamborghini doing this. And that's only, that's <laughs> well, I, I, hey, I got nothing against Lamborghinis. It's just that it's like, that's not my reason for wanting to help people. Exactly. Um, but what I'm saying is there are some coaches out there who their, their reason for being a coach is to make as much money as possible. And that's great if you want to do that. But that's, you know, that's that, you know, portion yeah, of the industry, yeah, let's just say. Yeah, exactly so. So um, how can people connect with you and find out more about uh, the goodness that you can bring their way? JeffLizowitz.com would be uh, the place to go. And I just uh, completely rehauled the old uh, website. So oh, nice! million blog posts and videos and all this stuff. I do, like I said, keynote um, talks for organizations and companies, as well as one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching workshops, and group coaching. So there's, there's all that. Nice. And so, and uh, don't forget the book. You, you pick up his book and check right. it out. And I would strongly recommend that if you have any inclination to do any of those things that you do, uh, because uh, he's really good at what he does. And besides that, he's a great guy. Uh, Thanks, and I'm a little, I'm a little biased. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, thank you so much, Jeff, for showing up. I'm really appreciating this conversation. I think uh, the audience is going to you know, appreciate the origin story um, and the framing of how to get our work out there in a way that's more effective and powerful to the world and aligning up with integrity around that in a way that's mm -hmm. sustainable. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. We'll, uh, so thanks once again. And uh, once again, look up Jeff, check the speaker notes, and till next time. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And that's a wrap for this edition of the Mindful Coach Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this presentation. And if you did, follow us and leave us a review. 
If you're a coach or helping professional that values mindfulness in your work, browse over to mindfulcoachassociation.com and create a free community profile describing your services so the world can find you. And you'll be invited to exclusive community meetings where you can meet your colleague. I'm your host, Brett Hill, founder of the Mindful Coach Association, coach and coach trainer teaching the Mindful Coach Method. You can find out more about me at themindfulcoach.com. Until next time, stay present.